this next storyteller tonight is probably not the poster child for hard work, but indecision. <laughs> he was a, <laughs> a physicist. He's been a comedian. He is a former soldier. And now he's trying to be adding an astronaut to the list of things. So he's one of 100 people shortlisted worldwide to uh, colonize Mars in 2034 now with the Mars One Project. So everyone give a very warm welcome to Josh Richards. Thanks, Tim. Oh, dear. Uh, Tim and I actually know each other from undergrad a uh, long time ago. We don't speak about it ever, ever, except when I'm on stage with a microphone. Anyway, I, I love Labora's story. I've been involved with a few of them in the past, and I genuinely struggled tonight to try and decide on who to talk about. Uh, I've spoken about some extraordinary people involved with space. Obviously, the thing that I want to talk about is space, and uh, I've really struggled to try and work out who to talk about tonight. And I decided if I want to talk about science heroes and kind of these people who might not have been spoken about, you might not necessarily know about, but are genuine badasses, uh, I want to share their stories. And so tonight I want to share probably, probably the biggest badass there has ever been in space, and I can say that fairly safely. Uh, a guy by the, by the name of Alexei Leonov, a uh, Russian cosmonaut who joined in 1960, all, all good Soviet boy, kind of joined the Communist Party, did the usual things, went into the Air Force, and he trained as a cosmonaut. And Alexei went on to do all sorts of things. He, he, he's won the Order of Lenin twice. Uh, like Tim's heroes, he's also not dead. Uh, he's 87, he's still kicking, still going strong. Uh, Order of Lenin twice, uh, Hero of the Soviet Union twice. Like, the dude has been on, a, like, a dozen different stamps. Um, he's ridiculous, absolutely ludicrous human being. He's just kept going. And most of you probably have never heard of him before. I wanted to talk about an awesome human being. And in the past, I've spoken about people like uh, Sally Ride or Ron McNair or Ed White, the first American to walk in space. But tonight, I want to talk to you about a potentially bear-killing cosmonaut who nearly died of heat stroke in space. Because Alexei Leonov was the first human being to ever spacewalk. Uh, in 1965, Vokshok 2 launched uh, from Baikonur, where every, every Russian cosmonaut has essentially launched from for the last 40, 50 years, alongside a guy called Pavel uh, Belyaev. And the two of them did one orbit of the Earth, and then... Alexei climbed inside an inflatable habitat and a little inflatable airlock and climbed outside and floated as the first human being outside a spacecraft above the, orbit, above the Earth. And from a 400 kilometres up, he discovered that other thing that Rocky was talking about, about the fact that, you know, space turns out to be fairly hot. Uh, it's not necessarily as cold as we might expect when you're actually exposed to a gigantic nuclear furnace, you know, several million kilometres away, but you're out exposed beyond the atmosphere. Things to get to, tend to get a little bit heated up. Uh, in the 20 minutes that he was outside of the actual airlock, uh, his core temperature jumped up by 1.8 degrees. Doesn't sound like a lot, but he was literally swimming in sweat. Like the dude had sweat up to his knees and it was sloshing around inside. And they knew that it was sloshing around inside because his entire suit had just swollen up. Uh, he was supposed to do two things once he got outside the actual airlock. Uh, he was supposed to set up a camera, which he did, and he was supposed to take other photos with a camera that was fitted on his chest. 
problem was he couldn't reach the camera on his chest because his suit had swollen up so much. So he just basically floated around this sweaty, disgusting mess for about 12 minutes, going, this is cool, I hope someone's taking photos of this for me, uh, but otherwise just floated around. And sort of went, okay, cool, yeah, that's great. Uh, the Russian, Russian news media back on Earth uh, started the transmission saying everything's going fantastically, and then when the suit swelled up, they sort of went, oh, oh yes, he's, he's out of transmission range right now. We just won't talk about for the potential that he's going to die of heat stroke while he's out there. Floated around for 12 minutes, pulled himself back in and sort of went, okay, it's probably, you know, I've nearly died here. It's probably time to go back inside the airlock. And that's when he discovered that his suit had swollen up so much he couldn't get back inside the airlock. Which is kind of a bad place to be when you're a cosmonaut floating around 400 kilometres above the atmosphere. Anyway... Alexei, being the cool, calm, collected individual that he is, didn't say anything, didn't even tell ground station that there was a problem. He just casually let some air out of his suit. Um, has anyone here ever been scuba diving? Yeah? Has anyone here ever heard of the bends or decompression sickness? You can get that in space by letting air out of your spacesuit while you're in it. Anyway, uh, he casually just sort of went, yeah, this is fine, risk getting the bends. Uh, and managed to bend himself back inside this airlock and sort of just went, oh, okay, yeah, this is fine, closed the airlock, got back inside, looked at Pavel inside and went, holy shit, that was intense. Uh, the two of them realised that they had to get ready to come back to Earth. And when you're two fairly burly Russian dudes in spacesuits inside a tiny little capsule, that can be reasonably challenging. So they were lining themselves back up to come back in this very specific re-entry point and they missed it by about 46 seconds. They were bundling around inside the capsule, trying to get themselves strapped back in, and they missed the re-entry point by 46 seconds. Doesn't sound like a lot of time, unless you're travelling at 27,000 kilometres an hour, in which case it translates out to about 386 kilometres off course from where you were supposed to land. They also had a few issues on the way down. Uh, the descent module that they had on didn't detach properly until they were about 100 kilometres up. For the, so for the 300 kilometres on the way down, they just got bounced around inside the capsule. It broke away and they hurtled off. So instead of landing on the nice, flat Kazakhstan steps where they were supposed to land, they landed deep in the Siberian forests <laughs> in the middle of winter in the middle of bear and wolf mating season. <laughs> and as it had happened, as soon as they landed, the hatch that they'd struggled to pull closed on the way back actually just exploded open as soon as they hit the ground. <laughs> so they landed. The helicopters found them relatively quickly, uh, but they couldn't get anything down to them. They couldn't get any lines down to rescue these guys out because they were in the middle of a forest. So they had to stay there overnight where it dropped to minus five with an open hatch. The electrical system malfunctioned as well, so the heater wouldn't work, but the fans would run at full pelt. Um, they, they also, you know, had just been rattling around in the intense heat, so they were covered in sweat. So in order to make sure their sweat didn't freeze, they had to strip themselves naked and wring the sweat out of their underwear uh, and then put it back on, which is a great experience I'd recommend for all of you sometime. Stayed overnight in the Siberian forest. There were literally bears and wolves prowling around the outside of the capsule. But as Alexei said to the newspapers later on, it was fine because we had a pistol and plenty of ammunition. Um, 
I'm not going to say he climbed out of the capsule and punched a bear, but in my head I think that's probably how this story would be better uh, rather than just shooting them. <laughs> they stayed there overnight. The helicopters actually, like I said, found them, and in order to try and get them some warm clothes, they threw the warm clothes out of the helicopter down to them, but they got caught in the trees instead, uh, so they just flew off and did fuck all. <laughs> They knew exactly where these guys were, but they couldn't get to them. Uh, and so what they did, they dropped some skiers in about five or six kilometres away, and the skiers came in and found them, but they still couldn't get the lions to extract them. So they built a hut uh, and stayed there another night, and then on the third day, they then skied five or six kilometres out. Uh, Listen, I want to go to space, but I probably don't want to die of heat stroke and then have to start killing bears when I come back to Earth in the process to do it. Uh, like I said, Alexei Leonov survived that. that <laughs> it was literally his first mission to space. Uh, the dude went on. He would have been the first Russian cosmonaut to walk on the moon. Uh, he went on to lead the Apollo and Soyuz uh, test project. He went on and did all these incredible things, and he was lauded in Russia, but we've probably, most of us have probably never heard of him uh, because for the Soviets, it was all about celebrating what the country was doing rather than the individual. But I think, fairly safe to say, Alexei Leonov, probably the biggest badass that's ever been to space. So, thank you very much. Спасибо, Josh. Отличная история which roughly translates to cool story, bro.